Hi there, welcome to the Simon Timier podcast. Today I'm interviewing the BBC Radio Scotland Young Traditional Musician Award 2020 winner, Ali Levac, just as his year of being champion comes to an end. Uh, but firstly, if you do enjoy these podcasts, please consider supporting my patron at patreon.com forward slash Simon Tumier. So Ali, how does it feel to be in the last few days of your BBC Radio Scotland Young Traditional Musician Award winning year? Uh, <laughs> it's bizarre. I'm clinging on as much as I can for the past few days. Um, the final feels like yesterday, but also a lifetime ago. It's weird with everything yeah. that's happened. It's 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 so recent and yet so far away as a. What do you remember of the experience? The night it's uh, for me the even if things had the COVID was going to happen anyway, but I think even if it hadn't, the night and the celebration of winning and stuff is the best part of winning the award. For me, it, it was anyway, and I've kind of, um, before winning it, I'd always wanted that in the award for 10 years previous. Um, I'd kind of stupidly invested my happiness in winning it. Um, <laughs> advice, no one knew, but um, no, I think, and I was, the, the next two days that followed were, it was probably the best weekend of my life because the night previous to the final I'd uh, launched the Project Smock album in the old fruit market as well so it was the best weekend musically. Oh amazing actually and uh, as, you, as you say it was your third time ent- it was the third time entering the award I mean did you do anything different for was this it, year? It was actually I think it was the fourth time was in entering it? the first time I ever entered I, I never got anywhere and then the next time I got to the semis and then like, that was as far as I got. And then the next time after that was the final was as far as I got. So I suppose the message I'd give to anyone who is going into this award this year or any other time in the future is if you don't get it, just keep on going. Don't be discouraged. So, yeah. Absolutely. Well, let's just watch a clip of your winning performance. It is quite amazing. I was really, when I was watching it today, it's really exciting. You know, you, yeah. you're in the middle of it when you're in the city halls. It's amazing. But I it's mean, good, actually, watching it back, but watching <clears> it back, it's just rocking. And your house band are amazing as well. They were on fire, yeah. I was praising I'm still so grateful to Mike and to Paul and Barry for, they're always so on it anyway, but they just, I don't know, they were just on well, fire. They, they nailed this, didn't they? Like, let's watch it. <laughs>
amazing. <laughs> There's not many buzzies like that, is there? No, I think when I, I remember the feeling I got uh, when I got to that, that was my last set uh, of three. And I remember just before starting that set, I was like, right, okay, got through the pipe set, pipes were going fine. Middle set was slow. Just have fun with this last set. So I got to let rip a wee bit in that last set. Oh, yeah, totally. And then after that, you went to the Elephant Sessions Talus gig and you played there as well. I, would, I never made it to that. I would have loved to have been at that. Yeah, it was good. I remember the boys in the Elephants um, and Talus, uh, they all kind of arranged that night. And uh, it was only after the awards they asked Project Smock to, to go on first. But I remember backstage Mark, Bruce and Alistair Taylor telling me, if you hadn't won the award, we wouldn't have asked you to play. <laughs> But the thing is, you did. Yeah, that's the cherry on the cake. That uh, was well. Oh, it's amazing, actually. Well, um, I just want uh, what was I going to say there? I actually, well, of course, this Sunday, the thirty first of January, is the actual finals of the twenty twenty one Radio Scotland Young Traditional Musician Award, which is uh, exciting. And you're playing at that as in your winner slot. Now it's different this year, but your Project Smock are playing. Uh, yeah, I'm um, excited to be playing with the guys again. We've kind of we finished an e- we did a, an EP at Grand's house in October, November time, uh, and that's in the process of being mixed just now. But any opportunity we can get to play live with each other, I can grab with both hands. So really looking forward to coming down on Friday and performing on Sunday as well. It's actually, I have to uh, say well done to BBC Radio Scotland for making this all happen. Yes, they have to make content and everything, but as with everything else, it would be really easy to cancel the Young Trad Award. And through the semi-finals, through the finals, we've worked really hard to make a safe show. And uh, I'm just really excited about it. I can't wait. Let's uh, tell, let's uh, give a shout out to the finalists this year. This is in alphabetical order. This is Bradley Parker, the piper. Ellie Beaton from Aberdeenshire, she's a singer. Graham Rory from Orkney on fiddle. Iona Fife, the singer from Huntley. Lucy Hendry on lever harp, also from Aberdeenshire. Oh, that's doing well. It's a, that's three people from Aberdeenshire. And Michael Biggins on piano. It's going to be a, a really tough ask for the judges, Ali. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I know all of the finalists individually, and they're all like, I said to Bruce McGregor recently, I would hate to be judging in this composition because it really is. It's like a your favourite fruit. They're all so different, um, so it's hard. It's hard to pick really, and it's it's just uh, just comes down to the night really. Yeah, I remember because I was uh, saying to myself the other day, twenty-one years. We've, this is 21's first final I've been at, <laughs> and uh, it's just amazing actually. The it's been great from the year that Gillian Frame won in 2001 at Celtic Connections. It's just been amazing the whole time. It's, uh, I just find it so exciting. But what do you think? They're actually all do, having their first rehearsals today with the accompanist. What do you think is going through their heads? I, c- I couldn't even possibly imagine. It's so different now. Everything's been turned upside down. Um, I'm very grateful to have... Uh, won the award last year um, with less things to have to worry about distances and social distancing and stuff. So I, I do sympathise with the finalists a lot this year as well as the music they have, they're going to be stressing about and worried about there's everything else. Um, but, but I think maybe once they're 
in amongst the rehearsals with Mike and Barry and Paul, you couldn't have three, you couldn't have a house band more calming for anyone. They they really settle yeah for these rehearsals. So I don't know actually. It's um, I would say though that the if there was advice to give to any anyone who wins it, it would be um, use the award, especially with the year ahead. Be it another recording project or a writing project, don't wait for anything. Use the awards to your advantage. Absolutely, absolutely. So great. So Ali, as well as uh, Young Trad and lots of these things, you've also just been very busy doing lots of different things. What else have you been doing this year? Yeah, um, I've been kind of restless uh, in the best way possible, or trying to be restless in the best way possible. Um, I've kind of come back up the road to Dingwall um, to get out of the city from Glasgow. I'm hoping to get back when things get back to normal, but I have kind of situated myself in this log cabin here. This is the log cabin. <laughs> we recording studio set up here um, and the pipe maintenance over here on the other side. So I don't know what I would have done without this sort of space. I've been able to write a lot and record a lot over the past year really in here. So you had a project where lots of people commissioned you to write tunes, didn't you? Yeah, I kind of, when, that was about May or June. I made a silly wee video um, and opened up a week campaign where people could get in touch with myself and I would compose and handwrite and frame a tune and send it to them in the post. And they'd uh, receive the naming rights. They'd get to receive the name of the tune. And I thought if I got four or five, I'd be happy with that. I ended up getting 50. Uh, <laughs> my folks were saying, cap it, cap it. You know? And I was like, I'm, I need this. So um, I've, I've built up about just over 80, 80 tunes now. And um, I've compiled, began compiling a tune book, um, which I'm hoping to have out in spring or summer this year, as well as a Project Smock uh, tune book as well. So one of my own and one of the bands. That's amazing. And did these tunes go into your EP, which is, is what's volume one? Is it, What's it called? Yeah, it's uh, My Notes, volume one. And it is, yeah, it's just a, apart from the one song which is on the EP, Come My Little Son, that's a You and the Call song. Um, all the tunes are just tunes of my own. And I have a single coming. I just finished recording a single there with Pablo Lafuente under my own name. That'll hopefully be out um in the next week or two so yeah loads coming up and just other uh professional recordings as well as like on instagram i was saying to loads of people with COVID and stuff you can see it almost as an advantage because it's leveled the playing fields other musicians like um of the top sort of american jazz players like mark leoteri have done a video taking videos they've already done and playing with like tagging them the power of tagging someone on instagram so that these musicians can see it. Corey Wong is another video I did, just silly videos on my Instagram and stuff, but I, I did one with Fatboy Slim as well and tagged him. He's seen it and I was messaging back, him back and forth uh, for a day, which was weird. Um, but it's the power of tagging people and the, the oh, playing so. so you're a bit of a marketing genius. Uh, yes, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to watch, I suppose, what is my probably my favourite video of last year is uh, from your EP is Ada's Wake. Go and tell the people at home about this video because it, it really is fantastic. 
Yeah, so it was uh, Leila Lahili who, who got in touch with me to write the tune Add His Way for her niece. And she's an Irish dancer, Leila from Ireland. But um, I thought it'd be good to put a video together um, for such a pop sort of track. And I did it all from sitting in the cabin. I just picked um, a screen recorded video footage of all my sort of favorite films that feature dance. Um, and I love that sort of random. This and I love film as well, so I thought I'd throw these all together, and yeah, this was this was the end result anyway. And sorry, did you take them? Did it take long to get them synced? Because everyone seems to be in sync with the tune. Yeah, well, to be honest, that was a happy accident. The fact that they're dancing <laughs> the time—that was just a happy accident. It maybe took me a few hours. It took me one day, but I've decided to kind of get into. Um, doing my own music videos for any for all singles and tracks I released. I recently purchased a drone um, and a Lumix um, video camera. So I'm definitely you have to now. You have to now with the way things are. You have to um, sort of learn new skills and adapt. Really. So videography and photography is definitely something I'm going to try and get into. Absolutely. Well, let's have a watch of this uh, video.
little bit about Project Smock. What is the I, idea behind that band? Um, so it started in 2017. How did it start? I had a slot at David Foley's Folk Club uh, in Glasgow. And I gave Pablo Lafuente a shout because um, he was free. And Charlie Stewart as well on fiddle. So we did the gig uh, and it went really well. We really enjoyed it. And then it was only after that, straight after Pablo said, let's record something. And then I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And then I I went to pull out of the recording because I was like, oh, I've got something on. But he was like, no, no, he made me do it. <laughs> so it's only thanks to Pablo making me do it that um, we got our first EP, Horizons. And Martin O'Neill, the Bowden player, features on that. Unbelievable Bowden player. And then... A year or so later, um, Ewan Baird joined the band. Ewan Baird of the Paul McKenna band um, joined the band full time. Um, and we haven't looked back since. And we launched the album, oh, it'll be last year now, almost a year ago to the day um, that we launched debut, our debut album. And we've got our new EP, um, which is in the process of being mixed just now by Pablo, hopefully due for release in mid to late February. So we can't wait to get that out. Well, I think we'll just have, we've got a spare video here and I'm going to play it. I'm going to play the Project Smock and it's uh, Fear Polka Part 2, is that correct? Yeah, so it was Sam Hurt again who recorded this video in, where the heck was it? It was in a club near Charing Cross and... um, yeah, kind of grungy video. Myself and you were probably the most hungover we've ever been in our entire lives for this video. But I think it made for the grunge look. So, yeah. <laughs> well, it's, and it is quite grungy. It's pretty cool. So remember, if you want to find out more about Ali's uh, music, you go to alilevac.bandcamp.com. There's some great music on there. And also, I haven't got Project Smock, but I think it's projectsmock.bandcamp.com, is it? Yeah, we've got Bandcamp with the band as well, and we've both got our own websites as well, alilevac.com and projectsmock.com as well. (laughs) 